Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likud Halachis. Yoredeya Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Kavoid Rabbi Vitamit Chacham, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Yud. We dedicate the learning today, Leilu Nishmas, Reb Shmuel, Reb Yitzchak Isaac, and Chayereza Bas, Reb Alta Ephraim Fischel, whose yard sites are today on the 10th of Yor, and Leilu Nishmas, Yenta Fravel Bas, Reb Yishoarie, Harini Kapos, Nishkova. And for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Yechevet Bas Levana, Tzvi Shalom Ben Rita Beverly, Ruven Mordechai Ben Chana, Daniel Ben Leah, Dvoira Gila Simcha Bas Chava, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Soraleya Bas Chavaliba, Avigail Brocha Bas Shira Dvoira, Chana Bas Sora, Hillel Ben Brocha Nechama, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, David Lei Ben Shena, Shlomanisim ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Maryam Esther bas Sorigitl, Chaim ben Rachel, Toiva bas Chavaperu, Idis bas Maryam Breindel, Michal Sora bas Hadassa, Gitagenendel bas Sipoiro, Galea bas Sipoiro, Avivilona bas Yuspendel, Sorocho bas Yuspendel, Yehudis Ruchoma bas Chavarus, Betzal Yechiel Michel ben Chiachava, Gila bas Brocha, David ben Behia, Shendel bas Leah, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. Just returned from a trip to Uman, Baruch Hashem, everything Belia and Hora went well. Zorcha to be there, spend quality time there. A Shabbos and Zoycha to be in Breslov afterwards and in Berdichev and in Mezhebush, Baruch Hashem. Had everybody in mind, all of us should be Zoycha to all the Yeshuas and Rafuas that we need. <coughs> Paragraph Yud, Ve'ikar kavonaseinu bahadlokas ner Chanaka, Tzorich she'yia she'nechavein laham she'cholenu al yidei zeh oyer ha'tzadikei emes. Our main focus when we're lighting Hanukkah candles is supposed to be <coughs> that we want to draw upon ourselves the light of the true tzaddikim, <coughs> so that by having in mind that we want to draw upon ourselves this light, we'll search for them, we'll search for the tzaddikim. <coughs> until we'll be zechad to find who these tzaddikim amitim are and to really come close to them. Because in the chapter of Likud Imran that this halach is based on, chapter 8 in the second half of Likud Imran, which was Rabbein Azal's closing words to the world. This was his final Rosh Hashanah shir a few days before he passed away. Rabbein Azal stresses in that Torah how important it is, how critical it is for us to search, to really, really search hard and a lot for the true tzaddik. In order that by finding the true tzaddik and coming close to him, will be to complete faith Shehu ha'ikar, which is the most important thing. Avol eich nizke lozeh biatzmoi shenishtadel benyin zeh levaki shulachapes hasatzadek oemes 
However, the question is, how is a person zoichet to this? How is a person zoichet to put in the proper effort to really do everything we can to search for and to find the true tzaddik? In order to accomplish that, we have to draw upon ourselves the light of the tzaddik himself. That the tzaddik himself should shine a light upon us and inspire us to put in the proper effort to search for him and to find him. And one of the most special times for a person to focus on this is when we're lighting the Hanukkah candles. That by lighting the Hanukkah candles, turning on these lights, we want to draw upon ourselves the light of the true tzaddik. And we'll use that light as a flashlight to search for and to find the until we'll succeed in finding this true tzaddik. <clears throat> because the Gemara tells us in the beginning of Psachim, where it speaks about searching for Chametz on the night of Erev Pesach, the Gemara says, in order to search properly, you need a candle. Because a candle is something that you can take even into crevices and corners. And the Gemara learns out the fact that you use a candle for this search from the Pasuk that, that the neshama of a person is a heavenly candle, chayfes, which searches. Hainu mitzvah And what this is teaching us also is that by lighting this, these holy Hanukkah candles, shehu oyer hatzadik biatzmoi, which represent the light of the tzaddik himself, this will enable us, this will inspire us and motivate us to search for the tzaddik with every iota of effort that we possibly can until we'll be zerched to find him. Because if a person is zerched to find the true tzaddik, and to come close to him, that tzaddik imbues those who are close to him with complete faith. Thereby elevating and sanctifying the name of Hashem in the world. Just as Hashem's name was glorified and sanctified, during those days, during the time of Matisio ben Koingoto with the miracle of Hanukkah, through the true tzaddikim who lived during that generation, during that time with the Greeks, those tzaddikim restored the tikkun of faith to Klal Yisrael, and they're the ones who established for us this mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles. 
בכל ימי הגולוס הזה, להמשך לנו אור הצדיק. What does it mean that they established this mitzvah of lighting Hanukkah candles? It means they established for us this tikkun, that the Jewish people will have the ability in every single generation, while we're in exile, to draw upon ourselves the light of the tzaddik, shehu or kedushas ha-beis ha-mikdosh, which is the light of the holiness of the beis ha-mikdosh, al yidei hadlokas ne'er ha-kodesh hazeh shel Hanukkah, by lighting <coughs> these holy Hanukkah candles, kemoi al yidei hadlokas ha-neiroi shel ha-menoira ha-tohoira shel beis ha-mikdosh. Just like when they lit the menorah, the holy menorah in the beis ha-mikdosh, Just like then and there, the purpose of it was to draw upon ourselves the light of the truth, Sadiqim, so too today, when we light the Hanukkah candles, it's to draw upon ourselves the light of the Tzadik, <coughs> which will enable us and inspire us and motivate us to search for the Tzadik and find him and come close to him and be to draw emuna, real emuna from the Tzadik. Question in the chat. <clears throat> Does this also mean searching for tzaddikim in our generation? The answer is yes. Rav Nosanzal makes it clear. He uses the wording in every single generation. And what exactly is meant by searching for Rabbeinazal? The answer is the way that the, the students of Rabbeinazal define this is that it means three things. It means especially going to the kever of Rabbeinazal and being mispalo there, davening there, learning there, and that being one of the ways of trying to come close to the tzaddik, trying to develop a deep connection to the tzaddik, and following his instructions. Rabbi Nezal said this is what he wanted. This is what he wanted and expected of us, <coughs> to come to his kever, to recite Tehillim there, to give stock on his behalf, and he said by doing this, This will enable him to do everything in his power to help us. In addition, it requires learning Rabbeinu Zalzfarim and thereby be, being enlightened, coming to know exactly what Rabbeinu Zal is all about. What is the advice of the tzaddik? What does, he want, what does he tell us to do and not to do in order to come close to Hashem? <clears throat> and number three is to come close to the students of the tzaddik, those who are really themselves close to the tzaddik, they study the words of the tzaddik, they fulfill the words of the tzaddik. These are the ways today that we search for Rabbeinazal, <coughs> that we search and try to come close to Rabbeinazal. <coughs> Any other questions, please? Paragraph Yur Aleph. V'zeh b'chinas In this Pasuk, the Torah places Yaktireno, bringing, offering the Ktoiris in the Mishkan and in the Beis Mikdash, attached to lighting the Menorah. Because as we discussed in the previous shurim, based on chapter 8 in the second half of Likud Imran, Rabbi Nezal says there, Rav Nezal said, that by lighting these Hanukkah candles, we're drawing upon ourselves the light of prophecy. 
And when there's prophecy, there's Bir Hamedame. Rabbein Sal quoted the Pasuku, Biyad Hanavim Adame, Vizoichin Le'emuna. And the more that we accomplish Bir Hamedame, the more we Zoichet to Emuna. Because Emuna is in that which is not clear. Remember, Medame is something that's not clear. And through this, we are to all the different accomplishments that are mentioned in the chapter in Likutim Ram. Until we are to that special song which waters the garden. This is something Rabbi Nezal speaks about there in the beginning of that chapter in Likutim Ram, where the Torah tells us by Adam and Chava, that they were hiding in the garden after the sin of the Eitz Hadas, and they said, Hashem, Eskoylech Shomati Bogan, I heard your voice in the garden. And Rabbi Nezal over there in Likutimran speaks about the voice of Hashem, which nourishes all the, all the vegetation in the garden. <clears throat> and it also refers to the voice of a person, a tzaddik, who is giving proper rebuke. And that's what nourishes and helps develop all of the aromas in the garden. Ayin Shom, take a look over there towards the beginning of that chapter in Likut Imran where Rabbi Nezal speaks about this. And based on this, we understand why the Torah connects the offering of the Ktoiris to the lighting of the candles of the Menorah because Ktoiris was these spices which gave off a beautiful aroma. And the Gemara tells us that the soul of a person is nourished by what they smell. And a person is to these special, special smells through emuna, which a person is to through a spirit of prophecy, and that's what the candles of the menorah represent. The candles of the menorah are light. The Torah is called light. And we learned earlier that the Torah has in it all ten levels of prophecy, represented by the ten commandments. And with this, we also understand the Pasuk that says, oil and ktoiris bring joy to the heart. Ki ikr hasimcha Because the main joy and happiness comes through this, what we're speaking about here. Because through this nevuah and this bir hamedame and this emuna, we're zoichet to hear the sound of this beautiful song, Shemishom kol hasmochais. And it's this song from which all joy and happiness comes from. Kemoshe Kosov, as it says in Tehillim, Alei Osor va'alei Novel, Alei Higoyen Bechinor, Ki Simachtani Hashem Befolecho. The Possek makes the connection between Simcha and the musical instruments, the songs. Ayin Shom Bahatoranal. Rav Nosanzal says, study chapter 8 in the second half of the Kutimran well, the Tovim Kolzeh, 
and you'll understand all of the connections that Rav Nosanzal makes here. <clears throat> Question in the chat, doesn't Nevoah mean a clear revelation of Hashem? If so, what place is there for Emuna? How can Ruach Nevoah strengthen Emuna? It's just not needed anymore. The answer is that that's not the case. Nevoah, we know that in Nevoah itself, there were two different levels. The Torah tells us, the Gemara says, that all the prophets, when they would see a Nevoah, they would see it in a, in a semi-clear way. That's why they said, Koi Omar Hashem. Koi means like this, similar to, approximately this is what Hashem said. It's only Moshe Rabbeinu who was able to say, Hashem. This is exactly what Hashem has commanded. The Gemara refers to these two as Aspaklaria She'ena Meira versus Aspaklaria Hameira. A, a vision that's not so clear versus a vision that's very clear. So we see that in Nevoah itself, there is some of this Medame. And again, many Nevoahs were seen in a dream. Hashem came to the person in a dream. A dream is a form of Medame. And the more a person sees, the more it strengthens the Amuna. We see this by Kriyas Yamsuf. Vayar Yisrael Sayod Hashem the Jewish people saw the great hand of Hashem, the miracles which Hashem performed in Mitzrayim, and that strengthened our faith, our belief in Hashem and in Moshe Rabbeinu. Because even a Novi, what he sees is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of what Hashem is really all about. So the fact that sometimes we see a miracle or a Novi saw Nevoah, the purpose of that was to strengthen our emuna. Kol mitzvaisecho emuna. Remember. Paragraph Yud Beis. Now Rav Zal says, and this is a posik that the posik we're about to learn about, Rav Zal mentions this posik in several places on the Kuti Alochis. This is a very powerful posik, And Rav Zal shows how this posik is a summary of a chapter in Likuti Moran. In our case, it's the chapter that we're learning. Kiner mitzvah, v'toyroh oer, v'derechayim, toychachais musar. Rav Zal says, toychachais musar daiko. Note, the Pesach is speaking about toychacha musar, which is the, the focus of that chapter in Likuti Moran. It's called tiku toychacha, where Rav Zal explains the difference between a person who knows how to give proper rebuke, which inspires a person, it motivates a person, it only does good for, it awakens the neshama of the person, versus a person who gives the wrong type of rebuke, where Rahman al-Islam, that stifles a person, that crushes a person. So Rav says, look what this Pasuk is talking about. It's talking about toichachas musar. Kalidei ner mitzvah because through the candle of mitzvah and the light of the Torah, bechinas oyer hatzadik, this is all referring to the light of the tzadik, bechinas nevuah, prophecy, 
על ידי זה זויכין לאמונה. That strengthens the אמונה. עד שזויכין לכל הניגן הנעל. And Rabbein Israel shows them in the Kutim Ran that the more we increase the אמונה, the more we, we are זויכין to that special song. And when a person is to this special song, one form of this song is, is the, the Nevoah and, and the, the songs that were sung in the Beis HaMikdash. Rabbeinu Zalvei and Likud Imran shows another form of this song is the rebuke of a true tzaddik. That's a sweet song. I'm sorry. Shalidei zeh daiko yechoyven lohichiach es Yisroel batoychocho shal Moshe. When a person is zoyche to this nevuah, to the light of the tzaddik, the nevuah, the emuna, this special nidin, then that person is qualified and capable of giving toychocho like Moshe Rabbeinu. Shalidei zeh hoysif venosan boem reyach toiv. Moshe Rabbeinu, when he gave rebuke to the Jewish people, he added a sweet smell to them. He didn't point out how, they, how we stink. We have a bad, foul odor. It says, Nirdi nosan rechoi, that Moshe Rabbeinu, when the Yidin were in Yerida, when the Yidin fell, nosan rechoi, he was able to imbue them with a sweet smell. He was able to show, focus on their good points and thereby be able to elevate them and be able to give us healthy rebuke. As Rabbi Nezal expounds on this very, very clearly in the beginning of that chapter on the Kutim Ran. And based on this, now you see how the words in this Pasuk that we quoted fit together beautifully. Kiner mitzvah v'toyro oyer v'derech chayim toichachos muser. Ki daiko al yedei ner mitzvah v'toyro oyer because it's specifically through the candle, the mitzvah candle, and the light of the Torah, bechinas nevuah, which we explained earlier, they represent nevuah. This prophecy, zoychem lebechinas toichachos muser. Through this, we zoychet to proper toichacha. Because when a person who's not qualified to give rebuke, when they give rebuke, they put a person down, they make a person feel like dirt, like garbage, then that kind of toichacha is not a path of life. Because by giving the wrong type of teichocha, that weakens the soul of the person whom you're giving this rebuke to. And it cuts off their, their lifeline, their supply of life and shefa, as a result of their soul being weakened. V'yalkein, and therefore, their toichacha is referred to as the path of death, Rachman al-Islam. And it's about this that the Torah gives a warning that when you're going to give rebuke to your friend, make sure you do it the right way so that you will not get a sin for doing it. 
and so that you won't impose sin upon, upon the person, you won't crush the person with sin. Shaloyiv going ba teichacha said you won't you, you shouldn't do damage with your teichacha. Shaydezeh mo'orer umenasiyol of chaseshom horeach ra shalachatoim, by which you awaken and spread over the person the foul odor of their sins. Shehem sitra demoisa, which are associated with death. Rachmanol etzlan bechinas ein misa b'leichet, as the Gemara says, there's no such thing as death without sin. So death means sin. As the Torah warns, the Kohanim shouldn't should behave properly. Everybody should behave properly regarding the holiness of the Beis Hamikdash, so that we won't commit sins and die. Whereas the proper kind of Toichacha, like the, the rebuke of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is through that holy coil, that holy voice, which a person is through the mitzvah candle, through the light of the Torah, which a person is to draw upon themselves by coming close to the true tzaddikim, that kind of rebuke is referred to as life, the path of life, this toichachas muser. Because as Rabbi Nizal explains over there, through the right kind of toichacha, we infuse a good smell, a sweet smell, a sweet aroma, into the souls of the person whom we're giving this rebuke to. And reach, smell, aroma, is the main source of life of an eshama. Because the life force of a soul comes only from that aroma, that smell that, that expands through the voice, this proper, vo- the voice of proper Nevua, which a person draws upon themselves through this spirit of Nevua, which is the Torah, this is the concept of mitzvah candle and the light of the Torah, this is all included in the Hanukkah candles that we light. Any questions? Now, Rav Zal says, now we'll understand another very important halacha about lighting Hanukkah candles. Paragraph Yud Gimel, V'zeh b'chinas ner Hanukkah somuch la Pesach. One of the very good locations for which to light the Hanukkah menorah is near the entranceway, near the entrance of the house. <coughs> because the Zohar Kodesh tells us many times that the entranceway into holiness is emuna. That's the entranceway, that's the gate by which a person enters into holiness. As the Pesach says in Yeshaya Hanavi, 
פסחו שעורים ויבוי גוי צדק שוימר אמונם. Open the gates and let the righteous nation that observes faith, that upholds the faith, be able to enter. כי אי אפשר לכנועיס על הקדושה להכיר את השם יסבורך כי אם על ידי אמונה. Because it is impossible to enter into holiness, to achieve any degree of recognition and understanding of Hashem without emunah. Shehi bechinas Pesach v'shar. That's the entranceway. That's the gateway. Shehi bechinas Malchus. And emunah is synonymous with the sphere of Malchus, which is, again, the first one of the spheres. Shenikres zois. And we know the Zohar Kodesh tells us that Malchus is referred to as Zois in many places. She'oleho nemar, about which the Pesach says, Bezois yovoi aharoin ala Kodesh. This is the Torah reading that we read just this past Shabbos in Achrei Mois. With Zois, Aaron HaKoyen can enter into holiness. And the Zohar Kodesh says, Deles reshu lenovi vechoize lemeal elobei. <clears throat> no prophet, no seer has permission to enter into prophecy, into holiness, other than via this, via Zois, which is the Malchus, which is Emuna. As it's expounded on in the Tikkun Zoyar, many places at length. The Zohar Kodesh elaborates on this and brings many proofs throughout the Torah to show that Zois refers to the Malchus, Emuna, which is the beginning, the lowest rung on the ladder of holiness. And that's what the Pasuk refers to when it says, this is the entranceway to Hashem, Tzadikim enter through here, through Emuna. And this is why we light the Hanukkah candles close to the entranceway because as we learned earlier, the Hanukkah candles represent the light of the Tzadik, the light of prophecy, and we turn on this light, we shine this holy light near the entranceway. Because this is what it's really all about. This is what this nevuah and this is what the light of the tzaddik is all about. It's all about clarifying and, and purifying the emuna. Ki ikr tikun hu emuna ruach nevuah. Because as Rabbi Nezal explains over there, <laughs> the main thing that, that repairs and perfects our emuna is this Ruach Nevuah. This is again, this is what took place on Har Sinai. All of the entire Jewish people saw Hashem. And the purpose of that was to strengthen our faith in Hashem, just like at Kriyas Yamsuf. Shehu Oyer HaTzadik. Through this nevuah, which is the light of the tzaddik, shezeo bechinas ner Hanukkah, which is what the Hanukkah candles represent, through this we, we repair the emuna, that entranceway. And now you'll understand also why it says in the writings of the Arizal, 
שחנוכה הוא בנצח והויד. That חנוכה is associated with the spheroids of נצח and הויד, כי נצח והויד משום עיקר יניקס הנביאים, כידוע. Because the ספרי קבולה teach us that it's from נצח and הויד that the נביאים draw their prophecy. <coughs> Remember, משה רבנו received his prophecy from the Kruvim, the cherubs in the Beis HaMikdosh, in the Mishkan. The Kruvim had baby faces. <coughs> the word Kruv, Kiravya, in, in Aramaic means small children. We know that in the Sphirois, the Midois of Hashem, Chesed, Gvura, Teferes, are referred to as Ovois, Avram, Yitzchok, Yaakov. If Chesed, Gvura, Teferes are Ovois, That makes Netzach Hoid Yesoid Bonim. They're referred to as children. And those childlike faces of the Kruvim in the Mishkan, in the Beis HaMikdosh, they represented the spheroids of Netzach and Hoid, which is from where prophecy comes from. Rabbi Nezal speaks about this also in chapter 3 in Likut Imran. In the beginning of Likut Imran, there he speaks about prophecy And he speaks about singing, songs, chazanim, prophets, which is also very much tied into what we're learning about here. Question in the chat, what's the attitude of the Breslov elders towards giving rebuke? In our times, is anyone qualified to do it? The answer is we're taught that it's a very delicate item. It doesn't mean that we erase this mitzvah from the Torah. There's no such thing. Breslavers don't have a heter to add any new mitzvahs to the Torah or to subtract any mitzvahs to the Torah. However, we're told that this is one of the mitzvahs that requires tremendous, uh, tremendous it's, uh, carefulness. It's very delicate. And a person should not do it unless they really know what they're doing unless they really learn that chapter in Likut Imran and recite the Tefillah and Likut Tefillahs and study the Likut Yalochas to be able to know what's kosher, healthy rebuke and what isn't. We know that the, when the Torah speaks about punishment, the purpose of punishment is rehabilitation. Punishment isn't because somebody did something bad, we want to hurt them, they have to get hurt. The purpose of punishment is to rehabilitate. So one form of punishing a person is rebuking a person. That's verbal punishment. <clears throat> and the purpose has to be, the intention has to be, and it's got to be done in a way that it's going to rehabilitate the person. Are we able to draw conclusions today? Each person on their level carefully. <clears throat> this is why, this is why <clears throat> we want to come close to true tzaddikim and watch how they conduct themselves. Watch how they give rebuke. <clears throat> and we want to learn a lot also. When a person experiences any type of pain, any type of rebuke, the person receiving it has to try to take it in a positive way. Try to take it in a positive way. Only. Rabbein Zal teaches us that one of the highest forms of kapora, of purification, 
is when a person is insulted or embarrassed and they take it the right way. Paragraph Yudalit. Nimtza, we conclude therefore, Sheikar Ne'er Hanukkah who Kadeila Sakinus Swamuna Bishlaimus Aide Bechinas Ruach Nevua Shemekabla Mehat Sadikim Bechol Dor Vador Afilu Ato Gamato. Therefore, Abnasazal says, we conclude that one of the main focuses in performing the midst of lighting Hanukkah candles is that we want to repair our emuna. We want to get to complete faith in Hashem and faith in the Torah and faith in Sadiqim. And how does one get that? Through the spirit of prophecy which we receive from the Sadiqim in each and every single generation, even now, Rav Nassim says, as we learned earlier. <coughs> And now Rav Nosanzal reiterates what Rav says there on Mikutim Ran <coughs> in chapter 8. Ve'ikar ho'emuna hu'lahamin bechidish o'elam. One of the very, very important tenets of emuna is to believe in chidish o'elam. To believe that the world was created from complete nothingness. Yesh me'ayin. <coughs> something from nothing. And, and also that in the future, Hashem is going to create a new world. <clears throat> and this concept of something coming from nothing <clears throat> is something that a person cannot possibly understand intellectually, rationally. The only way you can process that is through emuna. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there in that chapter in Likut Imran. And now we understand why the Gemara says that the entire world, Hashem created the world in six days, but the world was shaky. It wasn't really established until almost two and a half thousand years later, <clears throat> on the sixth day of Sivan, when Klal Yisrael received the Torah, Shehi Klal Hanavua, the Torah which represents all facets of prophecy, that's what gave the world permanence, that's what established the world. Hainu, and what this teaches us is, She'emunas chidesh ha'olam ha'yotolui Ad Kabbalah Satoira, <clears throat> that the, 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 our faith in the new world, in the creation of the world, <clears throat> was, wasn't permanently established until we received the Torah. <clears throat> Remember, it says in Bereshis, Yoim Hashishi, Vayechulu Hashamayim Vahoretz Vechol Tzavon. On the first five days of creation, it refers to them as day one, day two, day three. On the sixth day, it says, Yoim Hashishi. On the sixth day, Hashem completed heaven and earth. And the Gemara says, what is that Hashishi? That means not the sixth day of creation, but two and a half thousand years later, on the sixth day of Sivan, that's when, <clears throat> that's when the world was completed. That's when the, the new world was completed. 
that sixth day of Sivan when we receive the Torah, <coughs> which means receiving prophecy. Because remember, when we receive the Torah on Har Sinai, the Pasuk says, Ponim beponim dibar Hashem imochem. Moshe Rabbeinu describes it as Hashem speaking to us face to face. Ki iker emunas chidesh o'ilam because one of the most powerful things that strengthens our emuna in Chiddush Oilam is prophecy. Shehu biror hamedame. Prophecy is a form of clarifying and refining the medame. As Rabbeinu Zal elaborates on this over there in chapter 8. This is what the Hanukkah candles are. V'yalke nikra Hanukkah. And this is why this holiday is called Chanukah. Shehu l'shoyin ha'schola v'hizchatshus. Chanukah means chinuch, means beginning, renewal. Hainu, ashal yidei mitzvahs ner Chanukah, zoichin lahamin b'ha'schola v'hizchatshus arishon. What this is teaching us is that by lighting the Chanukah candles, we'll be zoichet to believe in Chanukah, in Chinuch, in the new, the renewal of the world, the world being created anew. That Hashem created the world something from complete nothingness. And this is one of the main tenets of Emuna that we're to receive by performing the mitzvah of lighting Chanukah candles. And this is also the concept of when a person moves into a new home, they make a Chanukah habayis. They make a special celebration. They call friends together. They say special tefillahs and brachos to renew the house. The real bias, the most important bias in existence is that first letter of the Torah, the big bays. The big bays, the word, be, the letter bays is bias, referring to the bays hamikdosh. Ki ha'oilam doimele bays, kamuva, because the tikkunei zoyar and the Gemara tell us that the world is like a bays. The letter bays is closed on three sides and open on the left side. Tzafoin. And the Gemara and the Zohar Kodesh go into this, showing how the dimensions of the world correspond to this. Hainu Kanal. What this is teaching us is what we just said before. Lehamin Shehoilam Shehibachinas Beis Humechudosh. To believe that the holiday of Hanukkah is stressing us to us that we want to believe that the world, which is this bias, this Beis, which is new, that's this, the first letter of the Torah, the new world, the, the newness, the beginning. In the beginning, Hashem created heaven and earth. And again, the beginning is this base, this bias. And therefore, we draw upon ourselves faith in the creation of the world through this candle, this mitzvah candle, the Hanukkah candles. 
כעידי זה, אנו ממשיכים עלינו האורו מאוהר הגונוס, משבע סימי בראשיס, by lighting the Hanukkah candles, which cut this holiday of Hanukkah, which is the Hanukkah's habayis of the Beis HaMikdosh, which is also renewing this letter, Beis of Bereshis. By doing this, we're drawing upon ourselves the, the hidden light that was in the world during the seven days of creation. Where the Gemara says that that was such a bright light that it allowed Adam Rishon to be able to see from one end of the world to the other, meaning he was able to understand everything. Hainu mikotze el kotze, from one end to the other end. Hainu sheboer hagonuz hoyo yecholen lestakel ulahasik mikotze horishon ad kotze oachroin. What this is teaching us is that through that light that was in the world during the time of creation, through that light, a person was able to see and understand from the beginning to the end. This means to be able to have the right perception from the beginning, from creation, which is something from nothingness, until the end. The end refers to that new world of the future. Because these two are dependent on each other. As Rabbi Nezal shows over there in Likud Yamran, Ayin Shom. So there was this incredible bright light that shined in the world during those seven days of creation. However, However, the Torah tells us that Hashem saw and realized that the world is not capable, not worthy of using that incredible bright light. So Hashem went and took that bright light and hid it away for tzaddikim in the future. They'll benefit from that light. Because Hashem saw that the evil, wicked people, through all of their sins, they're going to damage this light, this das. And if they were to destroy this light, there'd be no tikkun chas Therefore Hashem went and took that incredible holy light and hid it away for tzadikim. So that there's no one who's capable of understanding and really benefiting from that hidden light other than the tzaddikim who receive their divine holiness from that light. And these tzaddikim light up the entire world with the light of faith. To be able to believe in this concept of the world being created new, to be able to, 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 be able to relate to that only through faith. Because now that that great light, that das, that seichel was hidden, 
we have no way in the world of being able to relate to and understand this concept of Chiddush Olam using Das, only through Emuna, Shemekabla Mehat Tzadikim, which we receive from the Tzadikim, Shezeichem Linoik Mioyer Hagonos Mishiva Simebereshis. Those Tzadikim who are Zeichet to draw from that hidden light that was in the world during those seven days of creation. Baruch Hashem. Any questions, please? Rav Nosanzal is going to continue clarifying and explaining this. Clarifying this Chidush Oilam and further clarifying the holiday of Hanukkah, how it relates to all of this. Yoim Hashishi, what significance it has to us this year and Shavuos? The answer is every year we, we hope to receive a new Torah. When we count Sphira, we say, Vikraftem Mincho Chadosho Lashem. It has the word Chadosho in there, new. Rab Zal, it's brought that one, one Shavuos, the Gabay of the Shul was Mechabed Rab Zal with taking out the Sefer Torah. And he took out the Sefer Torah and started dancing with it and saying, a new Torah, a new Torah. Our attitude has to be that we're, we're making a brand new connection to Hashem, to the Torah, to Tzadikim every single year, especially on Shavuos, this, this newness. Wishing everybody a wonderful day, a wonderful week. We should be zochet today. The sphere of today is 25, which is Netzach Shebenetzach. We're right in the middle, in the middle of Sphira. There's 24 days behind us, and there's 24 days going forward in Mitzvah We should be zochet to complete this mitzvah, be simcha, be zochet to all the Yeshua's and Rafuas that we need, Mitzvah